uh, you know, a, a leader, a guy that started 40 games in Alabama and helped them win two championships um, and shot 43% from three two years ago and 36% this year. Um, and then you're talking about a guy in Jordan Brown who the fact – what I love about him is that, yeah, he put up numbers against the Sun Belt, but every time he played a good team, he performed, man. He had 28 uh, – excuse me, 26 against SMU, 20 and 6 against Texas, 16 and 7 against Tennessee. It's not like he turned into Ferdinand the Bull there, right? So I just think Memphis has put together an experienced roster that actually has a lot of different qualities, and, and I know we do this every year. I, God, I appreciate, man. first of all, I appreciate the Ferdinand the Bull reference uh, out there smelling the flowers in the, uh, in, the, uh, in, in, the, in the bullfighting ring. But then in addition, um, I would ask you, if this roster comes together, best roster of Penny's tenure? Not even close. Not even close. What, what roster would... would uh, well, you know, okay, because... so last year's roster had a better player than any player on this roster. But was thin. I would agree with that. Right. I would agree with that. But was otherwise, yep. after you get DeAndre, whose back held up, was very good, but was thin. Yep. But beyond that was thin. Um, right. The, the young rosters early on were talented, but not not this good. I mean, certainly they not were this, they, they were young. They were young. I mean. And it, yeah, whatever. The, the, the roster two years ago, pretty damn good roster, really. Jalen Duran, Lester Quinones, DeAndre. Like that, 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 that was but, a... But, that, but, but point guard issues, though, man. I mean, you had point guard issues, and 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 then you had the Imani Bates disaster, you know. But yes, that 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 would be the closest. That would be that would be number two. John, uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it, man. That's it, huh? That's it. That's it. I've already taken you on. It's already ten oh one. I'm I'm okay. I'm have, going have, over. have a great. Uh, yeah, we got more to July. do. Chris Don't Harrington. forget the reason for the season. Chris 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 Harrington coming up next, and then Sam Hardiman. Will join us. If you're listing your house for sale, call Josh Isa. That's a pretty easy thing to do. 901-461-8147. Just call him. Just call him. Check him out at joshisa.com. Uh, Teresa did. Teresa was selling her house and a uh, little worried, like, mm, this isn't the market. You know, the rates are high. But in three days, it was under contract. Now, I'm not saying yours is going to be under contract in three days, but I will tell you that if you don't sell it within 45 days, Josh will either step in and make the payments or will buy, buy the house himself. And you aren't going to find a lot of realtors who will give you that level of comfort. It's because the confidence that he has in what his team can do uh, to sell your house. It's Josh Heisa, 461-8147, or look up joshheisa.com and start backing. If you need to sell your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh, H-I-S-A-W. Go to joshheisa.com. I'm Tristan Crick with BetQL. The Chicago Cubs are having a very strange up and down season. But one thing that they've mastered this year, beating the Philadelphia Phillies against the spread, baby. The Cubs are 8-1 and on the run line in their last nine games against the Phillies, which makes no sense whatsoever. But when you find a trend like this, it's best not to overthink it. Grab those Cubbies on the run line against the Phils. I'm Tristan Crick, helping you beat the books. So you just used bug spray in your home. Now what? Well, between the waiting and waiting for things to dry up and keeping your family away from the mess, it hits you. You could have used Zevo. Unlike other bug sprays that stick around, Zevo goes from kill to clean in seconds. Plus, it's safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people friendly. Are you shopping for a new watch, an engagement ring, or any kind of jewelry at all? Then come shop where the Grizzlies and former University of Memphis Tiger grade shop, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis. Platinum Jewelers has a big selection of earrings, stackable rings, luxury watches, necklaces, bracelets, really whatever you need. We do custom jewelry and are located at 9387 Poplar Avenue next to Fresh Market in Germantown. So if you need anything jewelry related, come see Platinum Jewelers. Today is November 21st, 2022 for Skechers USA. Title Bobby Slayton Washables Clothes. 60 seconds. Iski code BSWCL02-60 RRH. Full mix with two pop.
Hey, here's a question. After you wear your clothes, you toss them in the washing machine, right? Nobody wants to wear dirty clothes. So how come you don't throw your shoes in the washing machine when they get dirty? I mean, come on. Your shoes are touching the filthy ground all day long. Gross. Well, with Skechers, you can. Because most Skechers are machine washable. That's right. Skechers are specially made so you can toss them right in the washing machine and keep them clean and looking new. And when they look new, you can confidently wear them longer. That's less shoes you're going to want to throw away, which means less waste. And it'll save you tons of dough. I love that. Plus, machine washable Skechers are for the whole family, men, women, and kids. So when your kids get their shoes dirty, oh, and we know they will, just wash them. Brilliant. And even our latest technology, new hands-free Skechers slip-ins are washable. You just step right in and go without bending down or even touching your shoes. So give your Skechers the same treatment you give your clothes. Just toss them in the washing machine and keep them looking brand spanking new. Find machine washable Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear happens to be sold. Baseball is in full swing. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to local coverage for the team you love. Live stream your favorite sports radio station. Or jump back and listen to the best segments on demand. Don't forget we talk to the manager every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Don't listen to some guy from the other side of the country tell you about your team. Live conversations for your local team. No matter where you are. Your season, your Odyssey. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today. Now is the time to get your fireworks for July 4th festivities. The place to go is Boom City Fireworks for the largest selection and biggest inventory of fireworks in the Mid-South. There are two air-conditioned locations, 3rd Street South and Get Well at State Line Road. Both are open daily from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Power candles are only $3.97. Extreme bag assortment, $100 value, just $59.95. Head to Boom City fireworks that's boom city fireworks at genesis memphis covington pike it's time to define luxury in a new way at every turn you'll find audacious design state-of-the-art technology and exceptional hospitality we are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles matched by an extraordinary sales to service experience for our owners Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we have their backs. How do your clients know that? Because Fisher Investments is a fiduciary, the highest standard for a financial advisor. It means we're there for our clients and always put their interests first. So wait. You do it because you have to? No, we do it because it's the right thing to do. Our clients trust us with their retirement savings, and we know how important that responsibility is. So we take the time to really get to know them. Get to know them how? We make sure we understand their unique goals, finances, health, family, and lifestyle so we can tailor their portfolio to their specific needs. Our goal is to help them achieve a comfortable retirement. Sounds like a big responsibility. You must make big commissions then, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We have one single transparent fee that's structured so we do better when our clients do better. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We had sandwiches in our backs waiting to be eaten. Back on the Jeff Dawkins show. 
Uh, let's do this uh, Chris Harrington game. Now, it's Chris Harrington, live on 92.9, discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, Let's Go Swimming by the British indie rock band Allo Darlin, a uh, summer vacation song um, in honor of myself. <laughs> Have you gone swimming? I mean, I've, I've bounced, through, I've, I've gone into the ocean. Yeah. I don't know how much swimming is involved, but more like standing there in the water right. kind of thing, and bobbing is, around. Is there a pool too, or is just uh, just the ocean handy? Yeah, we have a pool. I haven't really used the pool much, but when we started doing these trips, my ki- our kids were little, and we discovered that the pool was good because the kids, you don't want to be at the beach all day, and the kids right. just don't want to be doing stuff, so you can just shove them in the pool. And so we, we have a house with a pool, but I haven't been using that much. Um, all right. Uh, we have, oh, before we get to the Grizzlies, uh, we did have development uh, for the Memphis Tigers, which we've been talking about much of this show. They've, uh, uh, they're adding Jordan Brown, center from Louisiana. And your scouting report, very detailed scouting report that you offered up on Twitter, uh, describes him as rad. Yeah, that, that was, I felt like that was the, in the right moment. You know, in the moment, I don't spend a lot of time searching for the right word. It's yeah. just what feels right in the moment, and that felt right in the moment. I watched, so, so Louisiana lost, unfortunately, lost to Tennessee. I was rooting for Louisiana, big Louisiana fan for two yeah. hours. Uh-huh. Um, they played Tennessee in the tournament, and I actually watched that game and took note of him because he was a really cool college basketball player. He had this sort of like, you know, old dude at the Y kind of look and game. He was wearing the T-shirt, you know, under the jersey, and he had – sort of long hair and a big beard and he looked he looked like he was 30 years old and he was like <laughs> tossing in jump hooks over people and you know just playing hard doing big man stuff and I like I thought he was pretty great college basketball player I assumed I'd never see him play again so that would be the one the first and last time I'd ever watch him play basketball but turns out it won't be so that's uh, cool uh he's got some academic things to figure out um he's not 30 but uh, he will be, by the time the NCAA tournament rolls around, honestly, by the team time conference play rolls around, he will be 24. You have a starting lineup for this team that could project, depending if Javon Quinterly uh, comes and if DeAndre Williams gets eligible. Quinterly's 25. Caleb Mills, 23. <laughs> this is, this is by, the, by the time the tournament rolls around. Quinterly, 25. Uh, Caleb Mills, 23. DeAndre Williams, 27. Jordan Brown, 24. And David Jones, 22, average age north of 24. Does Chris Matthew have any eligibility left? <laughs> he, he doubtless, he doubtless, he doubtless he does. So uh, right. it's a different, it's a different world. Um, all right, onward to the NBA. Um, so Bobby Marks did a thing with the Grizzlies and free agents, and he threw out a bunch of names. And let's be honest, among other things, people like fake trades, but people also like names, okay? And I'm just going to – I didn't prepare you for this. I'm going to throw all the na- – here are all the names that uh, Bobby Marks mentioned in connection with the Grizzlies. I want your instant all right, reaction. Let's do it. George Nyang. George Niang looks – no one moves less like an NBA player than George Niang. <laughs> if you watch him, it looks like he's wearing a full adult diaper running up and down the floor. Like his body is sort of out of proportion. Yep. It's not that he's fat or anything. It's just like his body just doesn't – there is no one in the NBA. And this dude's like 6'7". This is not Juan Carlos Barea who like was like 5'10". This dude's 6'7". I swear there's not a single player in the entire NBA who looks less like an NBA player playing NBA basketball. I'm out. <laughs> oh, simply on aesthetic grounds. Yeah, I can't. I, yeah, that, that, that matters. <laughs> I can't. It, that's a bridge too far for me. This is also the dude that um, Desmond Bain taunted after hitting a three-pointer against the Jazz in the playoffs famously and, like, held his shooting motion up and got his face. I mean, I mean, if we're, if we're going to take this seriously for a moment – He's a backup power forward who's a good three-point shooter and doesn't right. do much else. I would just assume Jake LaRavia get those minutes. Uh, Kelly Oubre. They're not going to I, – I can say with 99.9% certainty they, they're not going to be interested in Kelly Oubre. I wrote about him in my, in my small forward thing and basically wrote about him to say, like, I still think this is a Grizzlies kind of player. There is a case to be made that you may look up and you think he's the best player you can, you can sign for what you're willing to sign. But I just don't think that's a dude they they want. It's just not their vibe, and so I don't think anything's going to happen there. Uh, Tory Craig. Tor- no, Tory Craig is someone. After I wrote my thing this week, and I mentioned you know a couple guys, 
I thought maybe I should have thrown Torrey Craig in there. My thing with him is that I feel like Phoenix is going to re- – the Grizzlies aren't going to pay him more than what Phoenix is allowed to re-sign him for, and I just think he'll go back to Phoenix because they're so desperate. Unless someone gives him a bigger deal, which I don't think the Grizzlies would, I think you just go back to Phoenix. But, I, but I, I, I'd be fine with that. I think he's a pretty good three and D forward. Um, I like him a lot better than George Niang, so I'd have no quarrel with that. I just don't take it seriously. Uh, there is a theme here to what he's doing. Uh, Jalen McDaniels. He's interesting. You know, this is the brother of Jaden McDaniels, and like he, he, he's, he's the lesser McDaniels so far. But he strikes us so with Jaden McDaniels of Minnesota, who was like an all NBA defensive yeah. kind of guy. He's knocked down threes against the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Um, Jalen is a similar, from a distance, if you squint, he's a similar kind of player. And that he's like the 6'9 combo forward who's sort of versatile and a good defender. You know, Philly traded for him at the trade deadline, and it looked like he was going to get a real opportunity to play rotation minutes on a good team, and he just didn't see it. He kind of disappeared. He's so young that he's still sort of an intriguing prospect, but at some point you have to actually do something instead of just being a prospect. And so he'd be kind of interesting, but that gets into you were talking about the clutter yesterday of like yeah. young developmental forwards. He would definitely be a guy who adds to the clutter. Josh Richardson. Yeah, he's interesting. I, I, I can't remember if I mentioned him in my, my, my deeper columns a couple weeks ago. He's a veteran wing who's a little bit of, has a little bit of three and D, but maybe not as, quite as much three or as much D as, as you imagine. But in terms of like just a veteran who can be deep in your deep, you know, in your twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth man who can actually give you minutes to be a useful guy to have around, he's a useful guy to have around. There are other guys I would prefer, but like if you know, you could throw him on the list that I wrote about this week and add him as another one of those kind of names. You can sign for a one or two year deal and to add depth, that'd be fine. Uh, Cam Reddish. Yeah, I guess that gets back to the clutter. I, I think, I mean, he was a highly ranked high school player and he was a top ten pick in the draft, and he's still young and he's six eight and he's athletic and it sort of seems like you know. Maybe they're still – at this point, it wouldn't be second draft. It would be like fourth draft because you'd be on a sports different team. I just – I just he's not the kind of guy I see the Grizzlies believing in. And to me, why add him when you still got Jake LaRavia and Zaire Williams on your team? So I don't see that. And then the last name is a name that you mentioned, Joe Ingles. Yeah, I think he'd be a good fit on a, on a, on a, on a short-term deal. I, I think, you know, to add another grown-up to the locker room, to add someone with playoff experience, and to add just more – you talk about still needing more pop in your half-court offense. Like, he's not an athlete, but he's a really good shooter. He's a really good passer. He's got good size. He just has good feel for the game. I think he'd be a nice guy to have. It's interesting. Taken as a group, that's it. Taken as a group. They're, like, all, they're all forwards, yeah, basically. Yeah, that, I think he's underrating the need for ball handling. That's what I was going to say. There, there's no one in here who, who fits that ball handling need, and they're all basically of the same type. And I right. do wonder, is it because that's he's he, is he coming from some you know has he been informed this is what the Grizzlies are going to be after? But um, I'm I, with you. I, yeah. I doubt that. I doubt that. I think he's just looking at Marcus Smart has a G next to his name as a guard, and Dylan Brooks right. is leaving, and they haven't replaced Dylan Brooks. I think he's just looking at that. Speaking of Dylan Brooks, uh, do you have a place you'd like to see him end up? I'd like to see him end up. I haven't really thought about that. Um, well, how do you feel about Houston? I, I would, how do you feel about Houston? I, yeah, I was going to say, I, 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 I'm down on the very concept of the Houston Rockets these days. So, <laughs> right. I, so I, I'm, I'm not – I, I like Dylan Brooks for the most part. I'm not looking to punish Dylan Brooks. Right. I don't really want to see him going to Houston. Uh, Detroit would be more interesting. You know, I don't really want to see him going to Dallas either because I, I don't – I want to be anti-Dallas. And so I, I – right. And so, as, as someone who does not want to like feel ill towards Dylan Brooks, I I, I don't want him isn't, going to Houston. Isn't Dallas. Cleveland the answer? Isn't Cleveland as someone? Cleveland, that's yeah. a good, that's a very good answer. Go back to Cleveland. Go back to Cleveland, go back to, to JB right. Bickerstaff. Um, go to Cleveland. Play with JB Bickerstaff, who who was your coach before. That's a team that really needs defense. That that, that that's that's the right answer. Yes. Go, go and I can I can happily root for him. I already root for Cleveland. I can root for him. I can yeah. root for Cleveland. It's to me makes. Perfect sense. The, the, the complication there is that, you know, after he uh, punched um, yes, it, uh, Donovan Mitchell on the family the jewels, or is that, is that gonna, I think that they can – I don't – I can't see him ending up on the same team, not that they would, as Draymond Green. Like, that one feels like it's that ship has sailed a little too much. But I think they right. can get over the family jewel punch. I, it's, okay. not, it's not me to say. not for me to say. But um, – right. Doesn't 
Doesn't Dylan have a problem with JB? Because did he have a problem with JB? Uh, what I don't remember him remember? having a problem with JB, but but maybe I just don't remember. I think I think I remember him like like him like commenting before a game like. You know, that was back when, you know, someone else was playing in front of me. It was like Sheldon Mack or something. And wasn't that JB? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Dylan, so. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan's rookie year, as a, which JB was the head coach, Dylan's rookie year as the 45th pick in the draft, I want to say he led the entire NBA in rookie minutes that season. So uh-huh. I think JB did okay by Dylan. Uh, all right. Some others. Um, where do you want Draymond Green to end up? Um, he can say Golden State. That's fine. I mean, I, well, Sacramento would be fun. I don't want him going to Dallas. It feels like Dallas and Sacramento are the places that have been rumored. But I feel like I just assume he's going to be back in Golden State. And so I think it'd be funny if he went to Sacramento. So I guess I'll root for that. <laughs> um, uh, I like the Kings. I kind of like Draymond Green. I loved him in college. So I've always kind of liked him. He's one of my best, like, you know, draft hits as a, right. as a, a as a, um, amateur evaluator ever. Um, and so, you know, and, and him leaving the Warriors to go to Sacramento would be kind of funny. So I guess I'll root for that. But I used to think he's going to be back in Golden State. How about Fred Van Vliet? What do you think is going to happen? with? And do you, Fred Van Vliet would impose some order, the, the Rockets. He would actually help that cause, it strikes me. But I don't know if he'd be interested in taking on that task. What do you think of Fred Van Vliet? My, my, my rooting interest is not the Lakers. That is my rooting interest in Fred Van Vliet is not the Lakers. Um, you know, Orlando, that'd be cool. Go to Orlando. That's kind of a fun team. They need a point guard. I'll root for that. I don't know what will happen. I think he, I think, I think more than likely he will, I think he'll either stay in Toronto or go to the Lakers would be my guess. It'd be one of those two, but I'd rather see him go to Orlando and not the Lakers. Uh, how about Dame? I think Dame's going to get traded. I just don't know whether it's going to happen like next week or they're going to string it out and it's going to happen in the season or whatever. I think he's moving at some point, and he's going to move to Miami or, or, or Brooklyn. I just think I, – I just think I, – I know they had that meeting, and then the, then the, the GM or whatever yeah. of the Blazers came out and said, oh, we're still working together to build a contender. But I don't think anyone totally believes that. Um, and I think, I think the wheels are turning a little too much on that one. I think he's going to end up in Miami or Brooklyn. Do you think anyone's going to take a run at Cam Johnson? Yeah, I bet so. And, and, and le- unless the, the Nets just wrap it up instantly, like, you know, the clock strikes and they have like a, you know, a $120 million deal already on the table or something like that. Um, I think if the Nets try to, like, make him get an offer, he's going to get an offer. Yeah, I do. Detroit, probably, maybe. And how are you going to – so you're on vacation. You're at the beach. Uh I don't know what time this is gonna. This mayhem is so this, gonna this, start this, on this Friday. This has been gamed out. This I was gonna say, how out. are you this, gonna this, process it down there? Yeah, what are you my, doing? This is, this is my signature request. <laughs> so the way our family family vacations work is we basically in my family the men do most of the cooking, and so we take turns of cookie night. So I have cookie nights, and my dad has cookie nights, yep. and my brothers sort of pair up, and they have cookie nights. And then there's one night we always go out to the same oyster bar, and so my request was Friday night. We're not going out, and I'm not cooking. So I'll cook two other nights. We'll go out some other night. Friday night's the night. We're staying in the house, and I'm not responsible for cooking. And so, like, we'll be here, and, like, I don't know. My dad or my brothers will be cooking, but I won't be cooking. I'll, I'll, I'll be – I don't think anything's going to happen that I'm going to have to write or whatever, right. but I'm going to be distracted. I'll be staring at my phone all you night. You might write if something big happens with the Grizzlies. You might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, if we woke, look up and, like, you know, they're, they're – I don't know what they're doing. They're signing and trading Dylan Brooks to get right. Cam Johnson or, you know, something like that. Sure. But if, you know, if it's minor stuff, like we'll see, sure, but we'll I, I will certainly be tuned in. And is there something that I haven't mentioned that is particularly intriguing? What's Boston going to do? Like that roster does not now make sense. Yeah. I think the Grant Williams thing, that, that's someone who seems like he's going to relocate and how, in what manner does he re- relocate is sort of interesting. The Malcolm Brogdon thing, now that, you, now that you tried to trade him and failed to trade right. him, that's kind of awkward to, to welcome him back into the fold. So I think, you know, I don't think, I think, I think with Jalen Brown, he's just going to get in his extension. They're going to lock him up. So they're going to have Jason right. Tatum, Jalen Brown, Chris Esposigas, Derek White. Like those four players are going to be the core. But like, I don't know. Like, could, could they trade Robert Williams now that they have Porzingis? Could they still try to move Brogdon? I mean, it's sign and trade with Grant Williams. I do think they're not done. Anything else particularly intrigue you you're looking forward to or just the general mayhem? 
Uh, bah, 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 bah. you know, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's in a real precarious spot. You know, they've got Chris Middleton who, who has the, the $40 million option or, or you know, what's going to happen with him. He could go three different ways. He could opt in for the 40. He could opt out and they could resign him. He could opt out and they could sign and trade him or something. Brooke Lopez is a free agent. That's a, that's a situation that's teetering. And, and to me, they have a real question of, is it run it back with the same group or is it time to sort of, not re, not blow it up because you have Giannis it, in his right. prime, but is it time to sort of you know to shift gears, sort of like like reshuffle the deck around Giannis as a centerpiece? To me, that's a real question they have to be pursuing. All right, get back to the uh, beach. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian and from Vacation. He'll be with us tomorrow as well, and then next week when we'll be digesting all this, uh, he will be back. Uh, in Memphis. Um, I will tell you that, uh, listen, we just had disaster. Uh, they, they, they formally declared a state of disaster in the county. Did you see that, Jeffrey? And when uh, when disaster strikes, 901 Respond. That's easy. 901 Respond. It is Service Master by Cornerstone. Locally owned, locally operated. They got a 24-hour phone line. They work with every insurance company. They were recently named the best... Uh, franchise, best service master franchise of the year. That means number one in the entire country. So let's just say you're sitting there on a, it was a Sunday. Was it Sunday, Jeffrey? And the storms pop up and all of a sudden you're like, what the, and the trees fall and boom, uh, something comes through your roof and you're like, what do I do now? The answer is 901 respond, 901 respond. It is service master by Cornerstone. We're going to talk to Sam Hardiman coming up next. Just in terms of this, Jeffrey, first of all, we've established it's crazy that we're doing this on Friday evening, right? Yes. Crazy that this this mayhem is going to happen Friday evening. And then just generally speaking, what is your expectation with the Grizzlies? Mine is pretty low. Yeah, I I suspect that the only way they wind up doing something is if like something else unexpected happens and there's fallout. Well, will they? Here's here's let's 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 make Chris Harrington's on vacation. If something big happens, he'll write about it. Mm-hmm. If not, Drew Hill will write about it either way. Right. But if something big happens, Chris will chime in in addition. Will anything happen over the weekend that will require a column from Chris Harrington? I suspect not. I would vote no. I think probably not. Uh, when we come back, Sam Hardiman's going to join us from the Daily Memphian. He's, uh, he's written about a lot of things since we last spoke to him last Wednesday, including MLG and MLGNW's challenges in moments like these. We'll talk to him about that and more. It is the Jeff Dawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jason Mons is the Tiger basketball beat writer for the commercial appeal. Like having seasoned veterans who are very good at recruiting on your coaching staff really, really, really helps. And I'm speaking specifically about Rick Stansberry. Like this is just based on some conversations that I've had. This part, what I'm about to say, has been made abundantly clear to me. And I mean, anybody who was paying attention to the way things shook out at the end of last offseason with Emmanuel Acott, like, this should not come as a surprise to you. It does, it simply does not matter if, like, just because somebody is not in the transfer portal anymore, like, if they went into the transfer portal and they committed to another school, they may even be on another school's campus, it simply does not matter. Like, it, the, the game is not over. <laughs> 92.9 FM ESPN's Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Weekdays from 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN. In the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in the zone, AutoZone. What if I need a new one? 
We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone. And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Zone, Restrictions apply. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Buying a diamond here in Memphis just got a lot easier and a lot less expensive. Hey, it's Eric Hasseltine from the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'm excited to tell you about Genesis Diamonds, now open at Poplar Commons. This is a game-changing concept that will forever change the jewelry scene right here in Memphis. With a gorgeous showroom and a selection that's up to 30 times ordinary stores, no middleman markups, direct importer pricing, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the industry. This is a revolutionary concept. Genesis Diamonds was started by a former diamond wholesaler who decided to stop selling diamonds to jewelry stores and instead go straight to the public without those ridiculous retail markups. All this with a selection that's up to 30 times ordinary stores. No commission salespeople, no stress, no pressure, free service for life on any purchase. Don't buy a diamond engagement ring or any diamond jewelry anywhere until you discover this exciting new concept. Genesis Diamonds, now open in Poplar Commons at Poplar and Perkins Extended. The legend of Zaxby's hand-breaded chicken. The fire of roasted corn. The crunch of tortilla strips. The kick of Southwest Ranch. That's right, y'all. You better saddle up because the Southwest salad is back for a limited time. And as always, it's not for the faint of flavor. So order the Southwest salad in the Zaxby's Rewards app while it's still on the horizon. Woo, saucy! Zaxby's. Life is fast and furious. Sometimes you need a boost. The shot nurse can help with lipo B12 injections. Increase energy, improve mood and sleep. It even helps with allergies. Or boost your immune system with our triimmune booster, packed with vitamin C and zinc. It gives your body a head start at fighting off illness. With three locations throughout the Mid-South, we can get you in and out quickly. The shot nurse is your wise choice. Protection you need with a personal touch. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. The Xfinity 10G network, that is. Sorry, Neil Armstrong. Xfinity 10G gives you fast internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Your home is the place where you know your loved ones are secure. But the things that keep your home protected... Can't keep pests at bay. That's where RAID comes in. For 60 years, RAID scientists have worked to protect people around the world. With trusted research, ingredients, testing standards, and product efficacy, RAID seeks to create a better future for all. <laughs> Especially the ones you love most. RAID. Protection for all. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. Heat and stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Get in zone. Washington Wax? Check. Gassed up? Got it. Uh, what about that check engine light? That, uh... You know you gotta treat your car right. I know. Then you should know about the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Head on over to AutoZone, get your engine light checked, and get a report for free. Don't even take a minute. Free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Your car will thank you, and then you can thank me. Get in zone, AutoZone. 
Restrictions apply. It's the season for a new ride from Gossett Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat 1901 Covington Pike. Talk about huge savings. Gossett's got 2023 Dodge Charger SXT. And we gossip at $30,990 or $428 a month. You ready to roam? How about a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport 4x4? We gossip now just $640 a month. And you'll find Dodge Muscle in your 2022 Dodge Charger Scat Pack. We're talking $4,000 off at Gossett. And if we don't have exactly what you're looking for, Gossett will order it for you today. So drive past the rest and come to the best at Gossett on the Pike or shop online at GossettMotorCars.net. If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motorcars. 84 months at 6.99 APR, 3500 down, Charger PH504815, MSRP35630, Gladiator PL556199, MSRP52970, Charger NH267934, MSRP57715, includes all rebates and incentives, PF695 excludes tax title and license with approved credit, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through the end of the month, dealer stock only. Planning to buy your first home or just starting to think about it? We know you have questions, and the Live Love Memphis Group is here to help with all the answers. We're hosting a free homebuyer seminar Saturday, July 15th at Shelby Farms, where you'll be able to learn everything there is to know about the home buying process and more registration is required simply email info at livelovememphis.com and we'll send you a registration link with all the details that's info at livelovememphis.com jeff's guests appear on the service master by cornerstone phone lines the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup service master by cornerstone now back to the jeff Hawkins show live from the genesis memphis covington pike studios on 92.9 fm espn well i'm gonna pick up some of all right back on the jeff Hawkins show as soon as I uh, every Wednesday, we're joined uh, by Sam Hardiman uh, from the Daily Memphian, who brings us up to date on what is happening in the city. One of the things that happened in the city, Sam, this week was uh, winds came through, trees fell down, power was knocked out, uh, state of emergency was declared, and uh, people griped about not having power. You have written about this before for the CA. You wrote about it again this week for the Daily Memphian. What is the challenge that they face over there at MLGNW? Well, they face a lot of challenges, Jeff. First is uh, the climate and where we are. Um, you know, if you haven't seen the winds that came through the other night, they are pretty astounding. Go look at Memphis WeatherNet's Twitter account, and some of the winds that came through Bartlett are absolutely, they look like hurricanes making landfall, but they're not. And so that is... The real challenge is you can't solve for Mother Nature, okay? You can't do it. You know, I think Mother Nature is going to continually remind us in this century that it's in control and uh, or not. But the bigger things that we can control and that government can control, because Memphis Light Gas and Water is a city-owned entity, is the fact that really some old decisions, and I wrote this, as you said, at the CA. I wrote it again this week for the Daily Memphian. The old decisions of putting off investment in infrastructure in making sure that the modern things, the electric grid, the water distribution system, those things that we rely on every single day, right? Making sure that those things are up to snuff that can handle the elements to an extent. That's the real challenge. And, and what you saw this week in a lot of ways was a utility that was very behind on its tree trimming, getting hit with massive inline winds. And that, helping contribute to widespread power outages. There's still 32,000 MLGNW customers as we sit here today, which is roughly about, you know, eight, 9% of their total, you know, people, their, their total customers that are out right now. And so that's still a tremendous amount of people. In terms and, of, in terms of those decisions about infrastructure, uh, who makes them? Is this a, because you've mentioned it's, Money used for one thing. You can't take money that's destined to build stadiums and just shove it over here and, and, and bury power lines. What's the financing mechanism? And when were these decisions, whether they were short-sighted or whether they were responsive to particularly pressing circumstances, like when were the decisions made that we're paying for? Sure. Absolutely. That's a great question, Jeff. And so I think it's helpful for everyone to kind of realize how MLG&W is governed, right? So it's a city, it's owned by city of Memphis taxpayers. Okay. It serves all of Shelby County, but the Memphis taxpayers own it. Yeah. 
and that comes out of when essentially it was created out of the New Deal, and we don't need to go into all that history. Okay. But the the but the city of Memphis mayor appoints a volunteer board to govern MLGW. Okay. That that's what the mayor does. They vote on decisions brought to them by Memphis Light Gas and Water Management, which the president of MLGW in this case today, Doug McGowan, is also appointed by the Memphis mayor. Okay. But when certain things need to get done, so certain such as contracts above a certain threshold and the ability to raise rates, because the only revenue that Memphis Light Gas and Water gets is through what you, me, and everybody else pay on our electric bills. Okay. Right. It cannot get city of Memphis money. It does not like, it's not getting an infusion of seed capital every year from other places in Memphis budget. It's a standalone financial entity and it can't mix electric money with gas money, with water money. So you pay for water, that stays with water. You pay for gas, that stays with gas, and, and so on. And so what people have to realize is, that back to the decisions that were made, is in 2017 and 2018 and throughout 2019, okay, Memphis Light Gas and Water came to the Memphis City Council, which has to approve these rate hikes, and said, we need to fix our infrastructure, okay? And it was really finally, in 2017, City Council said no. 2018, city council largely said no. Okay, there was a there was a water rate hike for studying of Memphis Aquifer that did pass in this time. Okay, and so I don't want to forget that. But beyond that, Memphis says no. And so then in 2019, armed with this study, it's a Baker Tilly study, and you can find it on MLGW's website. And you read it; it is really a, a a picture of dilapidated infrastructure. Essentially, this consultant study said, look. Memphis like gas and water is on the verge of falling apart. You need to fix things. And so this is finally what gets the Memphis city council to pass rate hikes in late 2019 and early 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic comes along and all of those dollars, which are being collected bonds that have been issued. Okay. To pay for this stuff, all that stuff gets ensnared and, and bogged down. And really on this five-year plan that we're supposed to be on right now, Doug McGowan, said at a news conference on Monday afternoon, essentially said, look, we're really in year two or three. And that's, and that's sort of the decisions of what we've seen in 2021 and 2022. And now in 2023 with our infrastructure, first with water and now with electricity is when your infrastructure isn't up to snuff and mother nature bites you, it is harder to recover than if your infrastructure is up to snuff and mother nature bites you. And, and that's really what we're happening here. And, and the city council at that time, you know, for a lot of reasons, there was some lobbying going on from interested parties that wanted to sell Memphis power, but there was also a real concern, and this is a concern that should is always going to be present in the city, which is we have a very poor population, and when you raise their rates, they have to pay more because electric rates like sales tax is a regressive tax, and those who have the least pay the most. It's a hell of a thing because it feels like a lot of the challenge that we have now, like that one, for example, but if you go back, uh, just to bring up the crime thing, which we'll get to in a minute, if you go back to why do we not have enough police officers, why can't we get up to, you go back to there, the decision to uh, cut the pension that was made for, because of financial circumstances and a reluctance to burden taxpayers. Like, it is interesting. You, you, when you try to spare taxpayers... Uh, or 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 MLG and W customers, in the end, it feels like it always bites you in the ass. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the devil if you do, the devil if you don't, right? And and it really is, I think, compounded. And and we can get to this with crime in a minute. But part of the reason that Memphis, like gas and water, has the problems it does yeah. in a lot of ways, Jeff, is think of the size of the area that it has to administer. Okay, right. we're talking three hundred plus square miles. Okay. City of Boston has roughly the same amount of people as Memphis, Tennessee. It is literally 20% of the size, roughly, okay, in terms of square miles. So think of trying to extend electric, sewer, all this other infrastructure, trying to police a city that, you know, really doesn't have a tremendous amount of people in it, but is very, very large. And if you read the, you know, Baker Tilly study mentions this to some extent about the size of the area, but if you, you know, two studies that have been done to the police department, one from Deloitte and uh, from the other one um, from the people at the University of Memphis, big part of the problem with policing in Memphis, Tennessee, is just the size of the city and how long it takes if you make one arrest to take someone down to 201 Poplar to get booked, and then you got to go all the way back to your precinct, right? And that takes a lot more time. And so 
all of this is... And that goes back to the annexation issues, I presume. Right, that goes back to the annexation issue. That goes back to the fact that the city grew by annexation. When people left, they just annexed them back in. And so that, that all comes back to, and, and then you come to now the tax base is, you know, very poor. And now can you raise rates on them? Can you do these things to provide them better services? And, and that's the double-edged sword that was on, you know, on display at City Hall yesterday when you come and talk about a tax increase. We'll get to that in a second. Talk to Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphian on Twitter at Sam Hardiman. Two other questions about this MLG and W stuff. Is the tree trimming, they're behind in the tree trimming, is that a product of the same, these same funding decisions? Um, and then you hear people always talk about, why don't they bury the lines? Why don't they bury the lines? How, do, how does that play into all of this? And so could you rephrase that first part of your question? Well, the again? first, the first part of the question is, is the tree trimming, they're behind in tree trimming, is that the, a product of these decisions that were made in 2017, 2018, 2019 that you were referring to earlier? Yeah, I mean, is that it, why they're behind part, the tree that's trimming? Part of the, that's part of it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because you, you, you pay tree trimmers, right, whether they're in-house or out-of-house, using ratepayer dollars, right? Okay. And so right now, Memphis Lake Gas and Water at its last board meeting, which, you know, Keely Brewer and I of the Daily Memphian, we, we attend with regularity, and they are fascinating meetings if you love infrastructure like I do. MLG and W is preparing $200 million worth of tree trimming contracts right now. Oh my okay? That's a tremendous amount of money. The money that comes for that is coming from your rates and the rates that were raised. Okay? And so, yeah, that, the, that delay in tree trimming, because ideally a utility should be on a three-year tree trimming cycle. That's what Doug McGowan told the public the other day. Okay? Part of the reason that it's difficult to do that in Memphis, Tennessee, we've got a lot of trees and we've got a really big city. Right? So that becomes difficult. It's the same thing with paving roads, right? We would have less potholes if we had less roads to pave. Okay? Simple as that. To your other question, right, about undergrounding lines, there's a decent amount of Memphis electric infrastructure that is underground. Obviously, there are plenty of, you know, electric poles that we look at, and they look like chewed-up toothpicks that have been held together with duct tape. Okay? They're they're everywhere. And, And if those electric poles have been in better shape, maybe some more people's power would have been on this week. At the same time, if you think about undergrounding these things, A, you have to have the right-of-way, okay? Then you have to dig these holes, which cost a lot more in terms of capital investment than just hooking up some wires over electric poles. And then if something breaks in the ground, you have to dig it up again. It's a lot easier to fix something that's above ground than below ground. And so you'll hear Doug McGowan say this a lot. Undergrounding is not the panacea. And it would certainly take a lot of capital investment to do a lot of underground. Uh, And GNW, about 40% of its infrastructure is underground right now. Uh, Okay, moving on. You've written two stories, at least, uh, about crime since we last spoke. The Daily Memphian had their poll uh, about people's attitudes towards crime. You, in particular, focused, and we touched on this a little bit um, last week, on the part of the poll that was about whether folks because of crime had considered leaving either the area completely or going to the suburbs or another area. And it was fairly, the numbers were fairly striking. I think 58%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, what did you, and you, you drilled down into the numbers a little bit more and it seemed like, like if you had a car broken into, like that's like, Car broken into, uh, if, if, if in fact you were a victim of a crime, that's where the numbers even became more stratospheric. Is that right? Right, right. And that, and, and that what, and the headline of the piece, I think, accurately, you know, showed it in this case is, look, that, that shows the toll of crime on people's psyches, right? And, and just to give people a statistic here, right, we have had more than 100% increase, we in Memphis, Tennessee, in car thefts in the past year, Okay. Right which means that you're having, you're, you're doubling the amount of people who have been impacted by car theft, okay, and have had their car stolen, all right? And, 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 you, and you also have a 100% increase in the people that have had their car broken into. And so what it showed in that polling data was the people, and in, in admittedly, you know, we're talking about the people who responded to this poll, you know, who had their car broken into or their car stolen, you know, we're talking about roughly, you know, 200 people combined here, right? This is not a massive sample. Right. And I want to say that, like, there's going to be some noise here. But what it showed is that, that people are really weary of this. And if, that, if they've been affected and crime has come to their doorstep, 
they really are thinking about where else can I be and where else can I live? And, and that I think is a lot more humanizing than the top line figure, which feeds into this narrative of people are always leaving Memphis because it is Memphis. Right. And, and, you know, you hear a lot constantly in the city. No, this was actually sort of a cause and effect of why people feel sometimes this way. And yet strikingly, I thought it was interesting. If you point out the census is under some debate now, they're challenging the census. It does not paint a picture of people flooding out of Memphis. And you talked to Jim Strickland about this, that between 2010 and 2020, the city grew. Well, he says the city grew. The census disagrees, right? Right. And, and it, the answer is what likely somewhere in the middle. You know, the, 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 the United States census, which was conducted largely during COVID, right, had some issues in it this time around. And it, it always does. You know, and, and that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just when you're trying to sample hundreds of millions of people. <laughs> right. and, and so, but what was telling, I think, of the mayor's quotes is part of the reason the city has challenged the census, besides the fact that it wants it to be appropriately counted because that impacts all sorts of things, federal programs, et cetera, is to challenge the narrative of the city being in decline, right? And then if you look at right now, if you look at just the available houses in this three-county area, it's significantly down from even a year ago, right? So it's not like there's this this massive, like everyone's putting up a for sale sign and running out of town, right? And so back to what we said, I think, last week, which is it's a lot easier to think you'll move or talk about moving than it is actually to pick up and move. Yeah, I, I, it is interesting. Just in my it, people, I hear lots of people who talk about it. You know, it, it is certainly more of a topic of conversation now than it was, say, three years ago. Like just going, it, that is true. But that doesn't mean that it's it's actually motivating um, action. You did then talk to the mayor about um, about the poll generally. And you described the conversation as the mayor being defensive, circumspect, and angry about crime. What does yeah. that mean exactly? Sure. So I think the mayor was first, I think, defensive about sort of the lack of movement in the worsening of crime strats, given the amount of resources and effort that his administration has put into it. And I asked him, you know, what people's perception of crime commented on his administration. And he, you know, frankly said, I don't really care. And it was, you know, he was not entirely pleased with the question. I think that's a fair characterization of the, of the conversation. And then, he also didn't really want to answer the question. And he said, I don't know of what impact his sort of office. He's the most powerful person in the city. He's the city's chief executive. Thousands of people read his weekly newsletter every week. Right. And for years, he's talked about the need for tougher prison sentences, the need to be tougher on crime, that, that the justice system is a revolving door and the courts are really why crime is so high. Right. He is, he is the, kind of deflected towards the courts. And so when the poll, you know, presents people with, what should people be doing and the police be doing to reduce crime? And the number one option people choose of all the ones that are presented to them are tougher prison sentences, right? Well, it seems like messaging from the government has trickled down to people and that's what they believe. And, and that's, you know, because that's what the mayor said for years. I asked the mayor that question. He's saying, I don't know. And then, you know, to the anger portion of it, he wasn't angry at me. He was angry at crime in general. He is, he is very frustrated. And he is very frustrated because he has spent, you know, a tremendous amount of man hours of his own and others trying to solve this issue and make things better. And he's going to leave office. And it's very possible that crime rate is considerably higher than it was before he le- when, before he entered office. And should we attribute that to a mayor? I think that's up for debate. But I think that he definitely feels a significant amount of responsibility for that, just having covered him for these past five years. It's a little harder to attribute him, uh, certainly exclusively, given that that this is a universal. I mean, this is a lot. This is happening in lots of cities. So it's 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 it's, and I and I understand why he would be angry about crime. It is amazing, though, as you point out, the degree to which the messaging has has won out. Like he is always talking about the revolving door. And that's what's driving. He said the quote was the number one, uh, the one, the number one city on the criminal side that's driving this is the revolving door, and people do believe that. I don't know if it's true or not, but he has certainly, as as a master communicator, he has gotten that message across. 
Yeah, Jeff, I think that one of the things that you should think of in the legacy of, of the mayor is he has always sort of been, both with his messaging, but just his his kind of thumb on the scale of what people think and what, yeah. you know, the pulse of people, he's always been very good at that. And that, I think, is really key. And, and something that people should keep in mind that, you know, Jim Strickland sort of speaks for media in Memphis a lot of the time. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, sir. Sam Hardiman from The Daily Memphian on Twitter, at Sam Hardiman. Oh, by the way, if you're thinking about getting engaged, do what Drew Hill did, do what Jeffrey did. Jeffrey, did you wish your your wife happy anniversary yesterday? Yes, on the air. You did? Yes, she's upset because I didn't do it. She was upset. I saw her upset. No, because I didn't do it on social media. Literally, it's the first thing I said yesterday on the air. Okay, but does she still love her ring? She does. She still loves her ring. Indeed. Drew still pulled it off beautifully, went to Robert Irwin Jewelers, mm-hmm. pulled off the ring. It is the summer of a thousand engagements over there at Robert. I've said it a million times, and I believe it 100%. If you are thinking about getting engaged, bigger, brighter diamonds, they've got great financing options. They will walk you through it. And this is not a circumstance where we just have to tell you about it. Jeffrey did it. Drew did it. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Uh, Jeffrey, what is coming up next? Here's what's coming up next. Brian Scalbrini is going to join Jason and John next. To be determined, who's going to join us today on Giannato and Jeffrey. Jeff will join Gabe at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, everybody. we got to get out of here. Uh, back tomorrow for an hour. Works done. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Do I need Medicare when I turn 65 or can I wait? With more than 70 years of experience helping Tennesseans, Farm Bureau Health Plans can answer all your questions about Medicare. Part A, B, C, D, it's all alphabet soup to me. So if you're looking for an affordable way to cover the gaps left by Medicare or protection from the high cost of prescription drugs, you can plan on us to make it easy. Find out more at FBHP.com. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Plan on us. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Shop weekly sales and get personalized coupons to get the most value out of every trip, every time, whether you shop in-store or online. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. This Thursday through Saturday only during our three-day sale, save $10 on a total purchase of $75 or more with your digital coupon. Kroger, fresh for everyone. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. This Wednesday, come to Hattie B's Hot Chicken at 596 South Cooper as they team up with Jackalope Brewing Company for the Drinking Buddy event. Bring your best drinking buddy for great giveaways, $5 beers, and 92-cent wings. Hattie B's is the Mid-South spot for hot or not chicken and great southern sides like southern greens pimento mac and cheese bacon cheese grits and more don't miss the drinking buddy event this wednesday with jackalope brewing company and hattie b's hot chicken 596 south cooper visit hattiebee.com the biggest corruption scandal in nypd history harlem in the 90s 30 cops crossing the line was it a common practice to break into apartments which were suspected drug locations Yes, for money, for drugs, whatever was in there. The Set, a new Odyssey original podcast. Who's going to catch us? We're the police. You got into the game back then, making money hand over foot. Listen to all 10 episodes of The Set right now, exclusively on the free Odyssey app. Look out, Mid-South, because at Gossett Mitsubishi on the Pike, inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Need extra room this vacation? Get seven seats, 27 MPG combined, in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander Black EV SUV, $449 a month, or the White Diamond 2023 Outlander SE, $33085 or $499 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander Plug-In Hybrid PHEV, 420 total range, 64 combined MPGE, 38-minute best charging time, $799. Five a month, and you'll always get Mitsubishi's 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossett Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motors.
Cars. Voice and excess mileage. Outlander PZ01215 MSRP34555. Outlander SE PZ041164 MSRP35585. PHEV PZ040302. 24 months, 12,000 miles per year. MSRP48230. Includes all rebates and incentives. PF695 excludes tax island license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through end of the month. Dealer stock only. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. Red, white, and dew savings are happening now at the Home Depot. Prep for all the summer guests and gatherings with up to 60% off select patio sets now at the Home Depot. Shop and save on a wide variety of sets and styles to find what suits your patio best for another season of hosting.